All right, and welcome to Psychology and Stuff, the podcast of the University of Wisconsin Green Bay Psychology Program. I'm Ryan Martin, chair of the psychology program and host of Psychology Stuff. And today we have a very, very special guest. I've got a fun story I want to tell first. Uh, well, not first, after I, uh, after I introduce her. Um, but from the Door County Civility Project, we have today uh, Shirley Senarigi. That's correct. I did it right. You okay, did. good. We if you if you listen to the podcast, you know that one of the moments that stresses me most <laughs> is is pronouncing names. Um, so uh, great. So uh, I want to first just kind of tell people how we met because it, it's a really nice story. I was back in uh, February, I guess. I came into my office and I had a message from you that you wanted to talk a little bit more about what you were doing up in Door County um, and see if maybe we could kind of work together on some things. And um, you came to the Lambo lecture just a few nights later, which was really neat. And we got to meet there and um, uh, have kind of worked together on a couple different things since then, which I think is really great. Um, and you introduced me in doing so to this this thing that was happening up in Door County that I, um, Door County, uh, Wisconsin, by the way. Um, uh, sorry, I, I realized Door County is a thing for us that we all talk about, but Door County maybe isn't something that's on people's uh, radars outside. Um, but uh, you introduced me to this this thing, this the Door County Civility Project and all this work you and everyone is doing up there and, and what, a, what a great thing it is. So I just really wanted to have you on to kind of talk a little bit about the kind of work you're doing, how it got started, and, and things like that. So That's right. Uh, you know, the reason I called you that day was I was on vacation just a week prior to that, and I read an article in AARP magazine in which you were talking mm -hmm. about, well, you weren't actually using the word civility, but you were talking about expression of anger through social media in that right. AARP magazine, and I just knew that that topic was one that we wanted to address in our winter series workshops. Right. Yeah, and uh, which we have already done. I guess that was just a few weeks ago right. and was a treat again. Um, and so I guess let's let's start out, let's kind of back up a little bit. Tell me, uh, first of all, what is your role with Door County Civility Project? Well, What's your, do you have a title or do you? I serve as a coordinator of the project, but I want to say right away, it is a team effort. We've okay. got a fantastic steering committee who um, who is really responsible for helping implement the program and then we also have a dedicated speakers bureau um, individuals who will go out and make presentations and help with workshops in various locations throughout the county okay so so let's start out with what it is so what what is uh door county civility project well it's a project that is trying to promote civility really in the everyday lives of people who live in door county um a it started three years ago. We're at our third year celebration. And it started because um, really of a, a few things that kind of came together. One, the Door County League of Women Voters had noticed that in discussions with people around the county encouraging people to run for local office, people were hesitant to do so. And one of the reasons was I don't want to take all that guff that sometimes people in elected offices need to take. So we really, the league really believes in, in encouraging people to run for office. That's how government works. And we like multiple candidates to run for office. So we wanted to 
um, increase that possibility. The second thing was that the League held seven public showings of a film called Patriocracy, which really focused on incivility at the national level. And it really it didn't target one party or another. It just targeted that whole topic of incivility. After each showing of the film, we had discussions with the people in attendance and, and specifically asked, what can you do to make the situation? situation better. It wasn't what can somebody else do, but what can we do? What can we as right. individuals do? And and promotion of civility came up as a result of that. The third thing that happened was in 2012, the Wisconsin Council of Churches promoted the season of civility, where they looked at Parker Palmer's work and specifically his book, Healing the Heart of Democracy, and churches throughout Wisconsin were encouraged to partake in that study. And several people in Door County, several groups in Door County did that. All of that led to the League wanting to move ahead and promote civility. But it wasn't a direct program of the League. So mm -hmm. what the League did was sponsor a workshop where we brought people from the Oshkosh Civility Program to Duluth, sorry, to <laughs> Door County, to talk about the Oshkosh Civility Project. They formed just a few years earlier and were based on the Duluth Civility Project, Duluth okay. Superior Civility Project. Huh. Oshkosh is just a whole lot closer than Duluth. Right. So we were real pleased to have Tom Grogan from okay. UW Oshkosh and the Oshkosh Civility Project with us to kind of get us started. Hmm. Wow, so is this... Uh, is there any kind of national group uh, civility project, or is this just pockets of groups kind of throughout Wisconsin and Minnesota that have... It is pockets, but not just throughout Minnesota and Wisconsin. Okay. We also had contact with a group in Truckee Tahoe, in various locations in Texas and in Florida. <laughs> and just last week, I went to a celebration in Gary, Indiana, that was, the focus was World Civility Day, and they tried to bring represent... Hmm together from a variety of locations to talk about what we're doing to celebrate civility and gain and learn from one another. It was great. Right. Well, that sounds great. So give me a sense of what kinds of um, sort of projects you do and things like that. So. Well, um, at first, our first um, while, we spent time doing awareness presentations. We asked to uh, make short presentations at all the municipal, municipal government bodies, um, the county board, city, city council, all of the school boards in the county. And then we also did public awareness sessions. When we did the public sessions, we were able to spend a little more time because mm -hmm. they didn't have a, an agenda full of other um, business to attend to. We presented at churches, student groups, civic groups, nonprofit groups, employee groups. We, right. In our three years, we have done well over 100 presentations to various groups, various sizes from one person <laughs> to um, 400, you know, various sizes. So we wanted to create awareness, and we really think the awareness is helpful in and of itself in that it reminds people to just simply stop and think, if nothing else. Right. Stop and think. 
And um, then we've done more specific um, training on the Speak Your Peace program, which um, offers nine tools for helping people be civil. And it's based on the work of PM Forney, okay. who is at the John Hopkins Civility Project. Gotcha. Okay. So um, what are some things that... Let's talk about some of the topics of some of these different presentations and things like that. What types of, I obviously know the one that I've, I got to be part of up there, which was really, really fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'll, I'll talk more about that in a second, but just give me a sense of what are some of the, the topics you all have covered. Well, we've had workshops on all of the nine tools of civility, which are like paying attention, how to really develop good listening skills, being in, inclusive, not gossiping, that's a hot one always. Um, we've had whole sessions on gossip. Um, showing respect, being agreeable, how to give constructive criticism and what does that mean, and then taking responsibility. We also had one session on being civility in governmental settings, mm -hmm. how elected officials can really um, show their constituents that they are really paying attention and really paying attention and listening mm -hmm. and really understanding the constituents' concern even when they don't agree right. with the concern. And then on the other side, it was trying to offer constituents some effective ways to share their very important messages with elected fish officials, but in a civil, concise, respectful manner. Right because those elected officials hear from a lot of mm -hmm. constituents. So, you know, I, we, I think we encourage people to think about what's the intent of their message right. and really focus on that. You know, that's really interesting what you said. I'm going to, if I can take a sure. look at this quick. Um, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned the not gossip piece. And I think, you know, when you, when I looked down this list that you just described, that, you know, pay attention, listen, be, be inclusive, all this stuff. Uh, I think one of the things I'm struck by is that so much of it has to do with not just what you say, but how you're taking information. And mm -hmm. I think that's really important. Um, you know, I was, uh, so I spent a lot of time in Mississippi, mm -hmm. um, a place that I think really prides itself on on uh, hospitality and and mm -hmm. and but one of the things that struck me about my time there is that in many ways civility means not saying things to people's face you know but that there was plenty of gossip and things like that and so I, I think it's important this idea that okay we're gonna um, we're, we're going to embrace not just how you communicate but but how you take in information how you listen and, mm -hmm. and things like that that's really interesting and, and not something I think I think people assume that civility means you just have to be nice and and they don't think about what it means to be nice mm -hmm. um, you know one of the I think the misunderstandings is that sometimes people do think that we are just focusing on being nice and sometimes people think being nice is being passive right and we really are promoting that people be assertive mm -hmm. you know not necessarily aggressive but you can express your opinion strongly and powerfully mm -hmm. and civilly right. at the same time well I think that's what I was you, you said that better than what I was 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 able to to, to articulate I, I think that's much of it that my time in the south there was a lot of sort of being passive it mm -hmm. was a lot of well, I'm just going to sort of bite my tongue and not tell you what I'm thinking, but then I'm going to go tell a lot of other people. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you know that that isn't, that isn't healthy and that isn't civil uh, right. either. 
That has been um, when we've met, I'm sorry, when we've met with employee groups or staff Mm -hmm. groups, especially employee groups of small businesses, that is the one of the nine tools that we end up having the most discussion Hmm. on. There's a lot of interest in that. Sure, because I think people have felt that they have been gossiped about, Mm -hmm. but most people in the discussions admit they were part of it. Yep. And didn't know how to get out of it, mm-hmm. you know. So we do spend a lot of time on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the so when I um, when I got to come up and speak a few weeks ago, we, really the topic was on kind of online civility, and mm-hmm. we had a really really interesting talk about um, I, I think just how people express themselves on Twitter and Facebook and through email and things like that. And one of the things, I went home that night and I was talking to my wife about it. One of the things I was really struck by, because I do talks like this fairly often, but one of the things I was really struck by is how um, insightful and thoughtful the attendees were. Mm. Um, I was really, really impressed by the quality of the questions I got and by the people. And and one of the things, I mean, I, I felt like people challenged me more there mm-hmm. than anywhere else I've done a talk like this. And that's yeah. a good thing. That you is know? a good thing, yeah. And, um, you know, and at no point yet, I guess in keeping with the, the spirit of what we're talking about, at no point did I feel attacked, did mm-hmm. I feel, but I mean, it was clear that some people didn't didn't agree with what I was saying mm-hmm. and, and that was okay and wanted to, you know, and, and when they I say they didn't agree, I mean sort of a nuanced disagreement. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm-hmm. that they thought, no, we should be able to say whatever we want online and, right. and be right. rude about it. But um, we, there were there was a nuanced disagreement that reflected a really high, uh, like a lot of insight, a lot of thoughtfulness, but then also really a willingness to engage, and that mm-hmm. was really refreshing and um, and fun. And I think really speaks to the quality of the people you're working with. Well, and I I would say I feel like that's been true uh, every time we have done a workshop or presentation. I always feel like I go home thinking more uh-huh. about this topic and learning something, either a, a new skill or phrase or something that I mm-hmm. think I'm going to take away and use myself. So right. personally, that ends up being rewarding. Right. Yeah, very, very good. Wanna, there was a, and I want to ask you this, because someone brought up, I've been thinking about this actually since I gave that talk, but one of the attendees mentioned the idea that all of this focus on civility is ends up being a way of, and I, I'm, I'm going to end up putting words in his mouth, and I'm not trying to, but this is how I took it, and that is that you know that in some ways it's a way of silencing people who aren't as articulate and aren't as able to control themselves and things like that. I wonder, I don't know if you remember that comment. Oh, I remember it well because okay. I've given it a whole lot of thought too. Yeah, oh, good. Um, <laughs> it really has been on my mind. Yeah. What did you think about that, or what, what are some of the things you've been thinking about since then? Well... I, I, I personally, my, mm-hmm. my value is that I don't want anybody squelched. I right. really want people to express their mm-hmm. opinion. So it made me think about what have we been saying, you know, in our presentations and how we present this because we're not trying to be preachy. Mm-hmm. We really just want to encourage thinking about right. this topic. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. Right. This, this is exactly what my my um, what I've been thinking about since then too. Is mm-hmm. this idea that you know I don't want to silence anyone, and I don't mm-hmm. want that to uh, I you know and 
I don't want to use this as a sort of mechanism to to silence people who you know can't who exactly. can't communicate in the way that I want them to. I worry that it sometimes has that effect, yeah. and that sometimes people are just really passionate, and that passion comes out in ways that mm-hmm. you know that that come that are more aggressive and assertive. In some ways, though, it does speak to what you're saying about we're trying to teach assertiveness. We're trying to um, help people communicate in ways that are really effective. Right. And, well, and, I, and then on the other side, I think it reminded me to really focus on the listener mm-hmm. because there, there may be an important message that I need to hear and it may not come to me in the most respectful format, but I want to hear the message anyway. Mm-hmm. And so how do I listen through the part that kind of mm-hmm. makes the hackles on my neck go up how right. do I listen through that right. as a good listener to really get at the message that mm-hmm. they're sharing, maybe not through the tone and through the word choice. What is right. the key message? So it reminded me to really focus on mm-hmm. listening. Right. Um, I'm, and I, this is this the conversation we're having right now in some ways it speaks to what I was saying a moment ago about just the, the level of insight and thoughtfulness uh, at these presentations, that here's a, a question that comes from someone who I think that was his only question during the, during the talk and has got us, had us both thinking for three weeks <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> about exactly. the, the nature of it. And my hunch is that you and I are the only people in the room that night who are, mm-hmm. are, are thinking about that. Um, and I think that's really, that really says a lot. Um, I'm curious, you know, you mentioned that every time you leave one of these sessions, you find yourself kind of thinking um, uh, or, or having learned something or thinking through things. What do you think are some of the big lessons you've learned over the last three years of, of doing this? I realize I'm putting you on the spot. But. Well, well, I, I mean, it's one of the things that we talk about and that I present about. But every time somebody says something that reminds me so much about my need to do this, and that is... I'm a quick. I'm, I'm a quick responder, mm-hmm. and I I have learned that I need to just pause, mm-hmm. pause. Sometimes I think my my excitement and my enthusiasm, mm-hmm. w- or with my excitement and enthusiasm on a topic, I interrupt people when they're not done. I I I'm I can't say I'm doing really well at it, but that's <laughs> one of those things. I feel like. I've needed to personally work mm-hmm. on. Right. It's better listening. Mm-hmm. How's that? Yeah. Well, and those habits are hard to break. I yeah. mean, that, that's what makes them habits, I guess. Yeah. Um, all right. What, so what's next for the, for the project? What are some big things you've got coming up over the next however long? Well, um, Wednesday, April 27th, we have okay. a civility celebration. It's the, uh, we're celebrating three years of our program. And so we're bringing together um, anyone interested in attending who wants to celebrate what we've done, but also help provide further direction on where we're going and Mm -hmm. what will be coming up in the future. We have another thing that we have coming up is continued work with Southern Door High School. Southern Door High School has really embraced the nine tools of speak your piece. And each month during the school year in their... um, student advisory intervention groups. They've had discussions on each of the nine tools. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna continue some work on that with Southern Door Schools next year. 
Another um, project that we've been working on is creating um, a banner for our high school gymnasiums and athletic fields that really promote um, civility in the stands at athletic right. events. How's that? Yeah. And we've had work with all of the high school principals in the county and some target groups to help us refine the language that will be on that poster again mm. to, uh, to uh, try not to be preachy, but to remind people of the influence that they have on developing young people who need to improve their skills in athletics, but also um, simply need good instruction and coaching right. in a positive way. All right. Very good. Um, let's, uh, why don't we switch to our game quick, and then I want to come back and give you a chance to just kind of any final thoughts, things like that. So right. one of the things we do every time we have a guest oh, is yeah. we oh, play a little game. Random. Yes, we play a little <laughs> game called Five Questions, where we draw five questions from a hat. And uh, Kate, do you want to ask some questions this time? Too? Sure. Sweet. All right. Our producer's here. Oh, you've got a microphone over there. Our producer's here, too, and she's going to ask some questions, too. So do you want to draw the first one, Kate? You can speak into mine, too. Oh. All right. So here we go. Question number one. And if you want to pass, you're welcome. Any favorite line from a movie? <laughs> Pass. 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 All right. Let's go with another one. Where is your favorite place to eat? I love Italian food, so any Italian restaurant. How's that? That works. I think there might be the best pizza place in the world up in Door County. Wild Tomato. Oh, yes. yes. Tomato. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love Wild Tomato, too. So, I, here's the other thing I have to tell you is that so my wife and my family and I have taken a trip to Door County every Memorial Day for a long time. And uh -huh. this year, we've got a billion other trips going on and things like that. And so we decided, you know what? This Memorial Day, we're not going to do it. We're just going to take a little break. And as we were dry, as I was driving up there to speak to you all that night, I when I got there, I actually texted Tina and said, "I want to go to Door County. For <laughs> I love it here so much." This the drive reminded me of the trip. Um, so, anyways, we are well. That's going. great. Yes. That's great. That's great. <laughs> so we welcome you. All right. Um, what kinds of hobbies and interests do you have outside of this? What are some other things you like doing? Well, I love to sew. How's that? I like. I have a great basement in my house, and I like. I like to do some things. I think I like to sew so much. I like to do some things because when you do it, then it's done. Yeah. I can do a wool felting project and look at it and say complete. Yeah. Where my <laughs> life in the civility project and in the League of Women Voters and in the Red Cross and P Flag and my previous work career, yep. nothing was ever done. My dad used to, my dad was an attorney and he used to say the exact same thing and I completely agree with him that he would he would take on projects around the house all the time. You know, he'd, he'd redo rooms, he'd paint, he'd build things and he said it's because I'm, I never finish anything at work. Like I, I, all my projects are, are continuous. That's right. Um, but at home I want to, and, and he was really, really, you know, motivated by, by particular goals. So, yeah. yeah. It's great. Do you have a favorite newspaper or blog? My daughter has a blog, oh. AmplifyGood.com, oh, right. on her website. She's a mental health, 
health therapist, and I love to read what she writes. Oh, that's wonderful. All right, that's been three, right? Mm -hmm. Three? Okay. Number four. What would you like to do on your dream vacation? I, I was, you were hoping you'd get that. I would like to repeat a dream vacation. A few years ago, my husband and I spent three weeks in Italy on, uh, with some friends that we'd met there on previous trips, helping with olive harvest. It was oh. fantastic. That sounds incredible. Yeah, it okay. was. Kate's searching for the perfect question. She's, she's given up on randomness. I got it. <laughs> All right. What's your least favorite food? Eggs. Hard-boiled really? eggs. <laughs> so now I have to share one more story. Sorry. <laughs> Can I say one yes. more thing about the block? Oh, yes, please. Because please. I, w I would be negligent if I didn't say that my younger daughter also had a blog. Oh. <laughs> she just the other day wrote that she's not going to write anymore. So oh, I didn't no. think of that first. But both of my adult daughters are bloggers. All right. I made eggs for my mom every year on Mother's Day for however long, and then she confessed to me when I was probably 26 years old that she hates eggs. And so I know. So for a good 10, maybe 15 years, I was bringing her eggs in bed for Mother's oh, Day every year. And every year she was choking them down, and maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I th that's she my memory. She was a good mom. Yeah, so anyways, she, she confessed a while back that she does not like eggs at all. So. She um, became passive rather yes. or assertive rather than passive <laughs> yes. about those eggs. Exactly. So, um, do you have any other kind of final thoughts, things you want to tell us about? Well, I, I should mention how people can locate us, yes, I guess. please do. And just quick side note, I'm going to include along with this posting links to your website oh, and all that. Oh, that's great. But yes. still, go ahead, tell people what, what, uh, how they can find you. Well, we have a website, doorcountycivilityproject.org, and a Gmail address, DC for Door County, DC Civility Project at gmail.com. And we would love to hear from people. We have requests frequently for, for posters, for business cards, and, and through the website and email have helped a couple other civility projects get started in other communities. Mm -hmm. And we're open to providing whatever kind of support we can. That's great. Now, now, most of our audience is uh, students here at GB. Any any messages want to get messages you would want to send to them? Anything you'd want students uh, to know? Well, one of the research projects that I quote all the time. I wish I could remember where it was done, but I know it was done by university students, and it had to do with um, what's a good strategy for expressing yourself when you're really upset. And I believe the study studied two groups. One group of students who, when they were upset, frustrated, and angry, were coached to take three breaths before they spoke. And the other group received no specific direction. But later they were asked which, how they felt about the whether the intent of their message was received by the listener. And the group who simply took three breaths felt that their message, they expressed their message more as they truly intended to, and then it was usually civil. Hmm. 
How's Outstanding. that? Outstanding. No, Three that breaths. Is, that is perfect. That's all you need. <laughs> all right. Well, that is wonderful. Um, so thank you so much, Shirley, for coming on the show. We really appreciate it, and I really appreciate all the work you're doing up in Door County as well. This is really, really wonderful. Um, I'm going to put uh, tons of, of relevant links uh, down below here. So That's anybody, great. Any, they can find your website. They can learn a lot more about the work you're doing that way. Um, I also, let's see, other things I should mention here before we finish up. Um, uh, well, first of all, thank you to Kate Farley, our producer, who got involved, asked questions. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, thank you to Kimberly Bleese, who does our podcast art. Hey, who's the artist for your, uh, your very cool picture? I'm going to post this, too. The posters are wonderful, and I will say that these were produced by the Duluth Superior Civility uh, okay. Project in um, 2000. Three. They okay. had a great, um, they had great support by the community foundation and some grants that really provided this wonderful graphic artwork. And they have willingly shared with other uh, oh, projects great. around the country, actually, who want to use it. Oh, that's great. Yes, I've, I've got one up in my office, but I also, um, I, it sounds like they're kind of around town too. So. They are. We have many businesses that display them. They're on. Um, they're in schools, and because they're so visible, we get personal requests for mm -hmm. them often. All right. Good. Um, so uh, a couple other final things. We uh, our next episode is uh, Stanford Prison Study Part Two. We are going to have Dr. Derek Jeffries, who's going to come on and talk a little bit about uh, Stanford Prison Experiment. And uh, he also, I know, he has listened to our last live episode, and so he's going to be commenting on that a little bit. Uh, so we've got that next week. Also, just want to remind you, you can find us on Twitter at at Psych and Stuff, as well as on Facebook, Psychology and Stuff. So, uh, if you have ideas for episodes, anything like that, let us know. But other than that, I want to say thank you once again for all your hard work and th for coming on the show. This has been really, really fascinating and fun. So. It's been great to be here. Thanks for including us. Great. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs>